Okay, let's begin. Parshas Vayikra, Tavshin Ayin Ches. And we start off with the first Pasuk. Scheduling note, next week, instead of Parshas Sa'a, we'll have the Haggadah here. Uh, next week, this year's Haggadah will be next Wednesday night. Uh, Ezra Hashem. And then uh, the following week, the week before Pesach, there won't be a Shir. And that will be uh, Shabbos' Pesach. So there won't be a Parsha or missing. In Eretz Yisrael, we will be missing Shmini, because for a few weeks, from Pesach to Shuas, Eretz Yisrael, we get one week ahead. So those in B'nai Chutzlaris will have the Shir up a week earlier. But there won't be a Shir on Shmini, because we'll be doing Tazrim Mitzora after after Yantif. Okay, so let's start with the first parsha, and not only the first parsha and the first section, but the first pasuk and the first word. Vayikra el Moshe. Hashem calls to Moshe. Vayidaber Hashem elav. Hashem says to him, Mayom Mohed Lamar. And he says to him, and of course we start the world of Karbanos. But it's not really the world of Karbanos only in Sefer Vayikra. Vayikra and Sav has a lot of Karbanos, but it's really the Sefer of Kedusha. The word Kedusha the word kadosh, the concept is discussed in this sefer more than any other sefer in all of the Torah. Kedushas hazman, kedushas hamakom, kedushas hagavra. Right? You have kohanim, you have makom hamikdash, you have Shabbos and yantif and the moadim and parshas emor. So there's a lot to uh, talk about in terms of kedusha. So that is, a, but it's really a new world. No more stories for uh, for a while. And, uh, but again, every section of the Torah is, is, uh, is important for us to delve into and to learn the messages from. So we start off with the first Pasuk and the first word, and of course, the Balaturim, which points out, and the other Mepharshim that point out, the small Aleph. Vayikra Moshe, in the Torah, we have a little Aleph written, and the question is, what exactly is the message of the, of the little Aleph, the Aleph Zeira? So if you look at this here, we'll see it through the eyes of the Lachzos Benoam Hashem. Uh, as follows. Quoting Rabbi Avram Makohen Yitzchaki, the Mishmeris Kahuna. The Gemara tells us in two places, he quotes it from Shabbos Daflamid, that when David HaMelech was about to, uh, towards the end of his life, he has like a Baruch you know, how many years do I have? Hashem says, I can't tell you, I'm sorry. Okay, um, what day of the week, what day of the month am I going to die on? Sorry, I can't tell you. What day of the week am I going to die on? Okay, that I can tell you. Shabbos. That's all he told him. So that is why David Amalek learned every second of every Shabbos until, you know, the last one, in order to protect himself. That doesn't mean that every time we learn that a person can't die in the middle of his learning. It means David Amalek's learning. David's learning can protect himself from the Malach Amavis. But says the Lachsos Ben Hashem in that Gemara, Amar Hakadosh Baruch Hu David Amalek. Hashem says to David, Kitov Yom Bachatirecha Melech Bacharti. Right, David Amalek, and I, I also. Have, Neglected to mention, David is bargaining with Hashem. How about, why Shabbos? How about before Shabbos? How about after Shabbos? He says, let me rule one day earlier, so I don't have to die on Shabbos, for whatever reason, not for now, and Shlomo will take over a day earlier. So Hashem answers it to him this Pasuk. Ki tov yom b'chatirecha me'alaf b'charti. Tov li yom echad, sh'atalome Torah b'chatros Hashem, yoser me'elef olos, sh'asib b'ncha Shlomo l'hakrif. One day of your learning is more precious to me than a thousand karbanos that your son Shlomo is going to bring. Alkain, Kishaba, Moshe Rabbeinu, Lahoros, Laamis, Laladinia, Karbanos, this future conversation, which was going to take place, Moshe is being Miramis to this concept. When Moshe is about to start talking to us about karbanos, he has a little Aleph. Aleph is like Eleph. Ramaz Lahem, Vayikra, Aleph Zeira. Elef remez la elef olos. It's a remez to the 1,000 olos and it's small. Because even greater and crucial and more beloved in the eyes of Hashem is the learning Torah. Sheheim ze'iris lavnei Hashem yisbar klape erech ha-Torah. 
Uvekach, obviously, it doesn't mean that if somebody is a chayav a carbon, they could just learn instead of bringing the carbon. In a time when we have a base of Megdash, then we bring the carbonos. But in a time when we don't have the base of Megdash, and in general, we learn, and that could be ki'ilu, or even more beloved. Uvekach yedahadim as malos limit Torah v'yisazir la'asokbo. Number one, pshat is that this should give us a chizuk in Talmud Torah. We're about to learn all about carbonos, but even a thousand carbonos are small in the eyes of Hashem compared to one Jew learning Torah. Remember, the Torah is Hashem's autobiography. You know, I would appreciate it if I wrote a book, if you would read it. That would give me a lot of nachas. That would, especially if the book is all about me. And if you read it, that shows that you're interested in learning what I feel about things and uh, try to, to understand what makes me tick and to, to connect to me. The way we connect to, to, uh, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is through the Torah. Right? We know the, the Chavetz Chaim. We mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. I think the Chaim gives the mashal of a photograph. A photograph. The uh, Gemara says that Baruch, the Torah is the mashal HaKadmoni, the ancient mashal of Hashem. What does that mean? It's a photograph of Hashem. So when we see the Torah, when we view the Torah and we understand it on the, on the deepest of levels, or as much as we could do, so that brings us to an understanding of HaKadosh Baruch who is not physical, who is the infinite, but the way we do it is through, through the Torah. And that's why we have to study all areas of Torah, to see the entire photograph. Sometimes, you know, if you take a picture and the kid looks, let me see it, let me see it, then the ch- one child is not in the picture, you've got to do it again, right? Because I'm not letting you take a picture if I'm not in the picture. I don't look how I, how, like, how I look in the picture. But either way, we understand. So if there's a part of Torah that we didn't study... Kadshim Taris, the three halachas that the Gemara says in Sanhedrin might not have ever occurred, right? Ben Soramora, Aaron Bais Hamenuga, right? So, so we have to study everything. But Akadosh Baruch Hu appreciates that, and the Talmud Torah in the eyes of Hashem is even greater than a thousand karbanos of Shlomo Hamelach. And this gives us a chance, just uh, with one other source, to remind ourselves of the importance of Hashivus and the defining elements of Talmud Torah that we get to. Do together, Baruch Hashem, each and every each and every week, um, in our in um, in this in this forum, the Gra on the Shos Again, a Gra that should be reviewed at least once a once a month, once a year. At some point in our lives, we should always review it. The Gra on the Shos is commentary on Masechus Peah on the Mishnah we see every morning. Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam says the Gra. Why is Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam? We'll come back to the second answer in source number one soon. But as Hashem, but first we'll go to the Gra. So the Gra goes into V'Talmud Torah Ein Lashir Lo Lamata V'Lo Lamala Dichsiv V'Agisa Bo Yom Avalayla V'Im Kain. Right, we have to be osek in it. The hagisabo yom avalayla ulamatanami. Okay, that's not for us. That's not for us now. Let's go to where it's underlined. V'nokat hatana hadein v'tamut Torah shir lamata. The Tana tells us the Torah does not have any shir below lahoros. Shitzarech adam maod maod lachabe v'satora. A person has to has to be so precious to him. Every word of Torah that is studied has to be so precious. We have to recognize the Bechalteva Viteva Shalomadba Hu Mitzvah Bifne Atzma. This is the Graz Chiddush. Maybe others might argue, but when we go to an hour shear, that's not one mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Every word of Torah that we study is a separate mitzvah. You might say every millisecond. How do you, where, where do you, where do you draw the line? The Graz says every word of Torah. What's the raya? If I learn one word of Torah, I'm Yotze. I get the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Right? If I'm learning Torah and a mitzvah can be done by others, then I'm not allowed to stop learning. I continue. If a mitzvah that somebody else cannot do, then I stop. 
But if it's a mitzvah that others could do, I must continue. And the logic dictates this. And therefore says the Gra, how inspiring, let's say I only have five minutes. Let's say I'm waiting at an elevator, I just got to the elevator, and I press the button, and it's on six, and it's going up. And I know it's going to be off three, four minutes. So what do I do during that time? Right? I could be gain olam haba. There's so much I could gain in those few moments. Imkain. If I learn one page, hundreds of mitzvos that I could get. V'imkain. B'vadai. Yoser tov mitzvos. So obviously it's much greater and more important and more significant to do a hundred mitzvahs than one. If I go visit somebody in the hospital, I spend an hour going there, and then I sit there for an hour with them, and then I go back. One mitzvah, many hours. But when it comes to Talmud Torah, so it's many, many mitzvahs, every word. It's just that if the mitzvah cannot be done by anyone else, then I'm allowed to be in Mavatel. That's Talmud Torah, So the Grah mentions that every moment, every word of Torah is something significant and something special, and that is what is alluded to in the Aleph Zeira, in the small Aleph in the beginning of Ayikra, to teach us that the thousand karbanos that Shlomo Melech would bring is even smaller, so to speak, in Hashem's eyes, even though karbanos are unbelievable. But Torah is even more unbelievable in His eyes. Number one. Second idea related to the small Aleph, and now we get to, let's read the next, go back to source number one. Od Bier, Besifra Lechem Yehuda, Sheba Moshe Rabbeinu Lahoros, Sheikr HaKarbanos, who? What's the message of Karbanos? She Yazir Adameth Atzmo Liknos Hachna Vishviras Halev. Another goal, and this is mentioned by many, Moshe Rabbeinu, right, wrote this Aleph in small because he was writing about himself. Hashem is talking to Moshe. He's not talking, right? The Mepharshim talk. Maybe it's like Vayikar. It happened to be. He didn't call me Bedafka. Moshe is alluding to how one's is Kona Torah, right? Anava. Sheyazir Adam Moshe did it as an act of humility, but we learned from him the message of humility. Liknos as the Pasuk says, Zivche Elokim Ruach Nishbara. The greatest carbon for HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a broken heart. Right, what is, what does the Kutzker say? There's nothing more whole than a broken heart. Right? And that's what it says in Sota. That's the, the Gemara in Sota over there that talks all about Gaiva and Anava. How great are those of lowly spirit in front of Hashem. When we have a base of Migdash, we bring a carbon and we get the schar for the carbon. But if somebody is lowly of spirit, somebody recognizes, you know, who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is and who he is, so then we say that he gets and that is the ultimate in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Midav Anava. That's what the Gemara says there. Also, we learn from Har Sinai, right? And that's what the, the Bali Musr say. Moshe Kibbal Torah Sinai. Moshe Kibbal Torah from Sinai. He got it from Hashem on Sinai. No, Moshe Kibel Torah. Why was Moshe Zoche to be the one to accept the Torah? Mi Sinai, he learned from Har Sinai. He learned from the Anava of Har Sinai. Uh, again, we don't have to take the Medrash literally that the mountains talked. And, you know, the other uh, taller mountains really wanted the Torah, Carmel and, and uh, the others. But the message that Hashem shows 
a spot that was not the highest to teach us, right? So many inanimate items teach us, right? The ramp teaches us. The chalas are covered, right? Not to embarrass. Here too, Harsinai was the makom ha nesina satora to teach us the message of message of uh, of anava. Vishnedvaram elu. He ends off now. Limadat Torah anava v'shiflus lo rakshem alasam gedola yosemir karbanos elashkulasam kayemis ladoras gambegalus. Right, learning and the Mida of Anava, those last forever. Those are Ladarosam. Right? We don't need a base of Migdash to have the Torah and to have the Mida of Anava, which must, which must define us. Again, Anava does not mean that we don't recognize our strengths, but we recognize that our strengths come from Hashem. Right? It's not us, right? One has to have self-worth in order to, right? Anochi Afravaefer, but Adamela Elyon, right? I'm still, uh, I'm still, uh, Abriyav HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but the balance of to learning Torah and the Anava, both of those are keys to our Avodah Hashem. Okay, moving right along. So let's continue the first passage and ask another question. We're moving away from the little Aleph. Vayikra Hashem El Moshe, Hashem calls to Moshe, Vayidaber Hashem Elav, says Rashi. Rashi quotes a number of ideas without saying what question he is answering. Right? What is Rashi bothered by? First Rashi in the Sefer. Before every Dibur or Amira, Kadma Kriya. Right? The, the Kriya comes first. Hashem calls to Moshe and then says, Lashon Chiba, Lashon that the angels use. As we alluded to earlier. How does, how does Rashi understand that? And maybe we could ask it as a question. How often in the Torah do you have Hashem calling to someone without saying anything? Next word. What did he say? Was there something here that's between the lines? So Rashi may be saying, Vayikra is more of an introduction. Yeah, Moshe, come here. Let me tell you something. Vayikra, vayadaber. But it's still unusual that the Torah does that. Vayikra, Moshe, vayadaber. Says of Sternbach in the Tam Vedas. Second question. Why doesn't it say Vayikra Hashem el Moshe? Say, say, tell me what was said and who was talking. This is a new Sefer. We never assume the subject, even though we know who's talking to Moshe. So why isn't there Hakadosh Baruch Hu mentioned? And also we don't know what is said. What was said? So Venera, what's the message? Says Rav Sternbach. Venera. Whenever he felt and had an experience of talking to Hashem, and he heard the voice from Almoy. That's the other Rashi that we did not read. The voice came out. It didn't go out further, but it came out from the Almoy. The second before Hashem started talking to him, Moshe Rabbeinu got into a state. Again, it wasn't a state that he had time, right? We know Moshe Rabbeinu was one of the one of the four differences between Moshe and all the other Nevi'im. The Ramam writes in Ilchas Yisodi Torah was that pitom, right? Any time Moshe has to be ready, right? It's not that this hachana that's involved, but even says the Tam Vadas, even if Moshe always has to be ready, but there's still a second, 
a split second, whatever it is, even a moment of recognizing that there's a, there's an experience, feeling the closeness of Hashem, feeling a connection. And once he felt that connection, so then HaKadosh Baruch Hu started talking to him. But he felt this dveikos his alus nifla, v'al yada, and through that moment, through that experience, ha'yemagiyel ha'matzav hispashtus ha'gashmius ha'matim l'shmius dvar Hashem. That's when he reached the levels of talking to Hashem. Which, by the way, this similar lashon is used by the Shulchan Aruch in Hilchas Tefillah. When the Shulchan Aruch, I think in Simen Tzadiches or so, around there, the Shulchan Aruch talks about what we're supposed to have in our mind when we daven. We're supposed to try to put ourselves away from the physical world. His pashtus agashvis and connect to Hashem. That's a hard thing to do. Rav Chaim Yivalashin says, just think about what the words mean. Let's start with that. And then we'll get to the, the deeper kavanis. But, says the Tambadas, there was this spiritual experience. And that's Vayikra Moshe. He didn't say anything. It was Hashem coming close to Moshe and Moshe experiencing the closeness, which then led to the actual Dibur, which might have occurred, as maybe that's what Rashi is saying, it always happened. The Torah didn't always write it. But whenever there was a Vayidab HaShem Moshe Lemar, before that was a Vayikra El Moshe. It was this experience. HaKriya Sheba Poseach HaKasev VaOmer Vayikra El Moshe, that experience, that Kriya, Hihi Advekus Sheba HaYachash Moshe Rabbeinu. That was the connection. That was the 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 Advekus that Moshe Rabbeinu felt with HaShem. Ki HaKadosh Baruch Hu Karov Elav VaObei LaHashmi Estvaro. HaShem is close to him and is ready to listen. He didn't hear any words. It was just the intensity of the feeling. What does this have to do with us? Beautiful, Moshe Rabbeinu. Says the Tambadah, says of Sternbach, we all have these moments on our level. There are, all t- there are times that we all have. We wish we had them more often. But there are times that we have, we're listening to a shear and we're like, oh, Right, we, we feel connected. We have a good davening at some point. Few and far between. But all of a sudden we said a bracha, we're like, wow. That was a, that was a connected bracha. Right, we, we hear a song. It does it for, right, there are different, many different ways that we connect to a Kaddish bracha. Right, we mentioned in the past the thought of, uh, related to Avram Avinu. Why it doesn't mention in the Torah Shevach Sav how Avram Avinu di- discovered a Kaddish Baruch why doesn't he say it was an intellectual, like the Midrashim talk about, that he was the sun and the moon and there has to be a balabira? Doesn't say anything about that in the Torah. Why? Lech l'chamei artzach, Hashem Torah is talking to Avraham. Why? Because Hashem, the Torah doesn't want to limit which are the ways that we could get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What are the avenues? Everybody gets to HaKadosh Baruch Hu differently. Different things inspire different people. The base Medrash is the most inspiring for some people. The base Akneses is for other people. The Kumzitz is for somebody else. Right? Being at the Kotel is for somebody else. Whatever it is. Doing a Maisa Chesed is for someone else. But it's all, but so we, sometimes we all have those moments. And when we have those moments, we're like, wow. Those are these moments of Eikra Moshe. Says the Tanvadah says of Sternbach, we have to capitalize on those moments. We have to relish those moments. We have to cherish and we have to try to stretch them as much as we can. But we have to thank Hashem for those moments. Because those are the Vayikra El Moshe moments. Kaladam Yisrael, itim yeshlo, shashchina miskareves elah, bebechina isaruta dela Every so often, we're not going to take the credit. Hashem comes down to us. Mi belisha tiktam ezu iskarves mitzido. Even without my doing anything more than I, what I usually do. 
Sometimes while we're davening, Margish Adam Binacho his Oris Nifla'a, Vitsima own Azlas Karvel Hashem. Sometimes we just feel we want to get closer to Hashem. We want to daven more. We're thirsty. Vitsilasa Ole Bakavana Mikarav Libo, and the Tfila flows naturally with Kavana. Ulefamim baloli hudis alus vuhumavchin lefeta bebchisusam ubekat nuniusam shal asakam ayom yomim. Sometimes we like realize it. We get this epiphany. We're 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 so asuk and shakua in in something in the world in the in the gashmi whatever it is prate pratim. We're like we realize how mundane it is and how and how much I want to be connected to Hashem in the other areas. Which is ironic. You could, we could be in the most, you know, physical, we could be on the subway, and we could all of a sudden feel this connection that I want out of this place in, the, in terms of spirituality, the connection. Or even here, I could connect. And sometimes, you know what, we have to really be honest with ourselves. We don't know why we're Zoha. To such a schus, to such a, a, a gift from Hashem. Maybe it was because my parents and grandparents, you know, had a special tefillah davening for their children and grandchildren. We don't know why, but whatever it is, grab it. Cherish it, focus on it. It's roy when we have this moment, when we feel the vayikra el Moshe. We should grab on, don't let go, as long as it can last. Don't let it, don't let it. Once heard a mushal. You know, when we take our three steps back, we usually say, you know, like when we take our three steps forward, we like walk into a Kaddish Baruch Hu's office, right? The CEO of the world, we have everything, we have the whole list of things that we need to ask, praise, thanks. When we take our three steps back, we usually say, okay, thanks Hashem, we'll see you, bye. Leaving his office. Chas we walk into the office because you know, the past couple of hours we haven't remembered that Hashem is the Balabira and that Hashem is the CEO. But when we take the three steps back, what we have to look at it is, as much as we can, Hashem's walking us out of the office. And we take Hashem with us as long as we can until, until it dissipates and then we have to go back into the office the next time we have to daven. That's why every couple of hours we need that visit because he, we don't feel it. We are, it's our, it's our chisar. We don't feel it as much. But either way, that's what we have to do. So we have to daven whatever we can. And that's what he quotes from the Arizal. Sometimes Rosh Hashanah, sometimes in the middle of davening, we feel this urge to cry. An urge of, a, like an emotional, intense feeling. Sometimes out of nowhere. His orishal bechi. We have to know that that's a moment. That's a magic moment, and we have to capitalize on it and do whatever we can. So we learn from the first three psukim by Yikra El Moshe. Right? We have to realize that it's uh, you know it happens to all of us. Maybe that's another illusion. He doesn't say it to the little Aleph. Even little little us. Even little us could have a vayikra. Even little little every pashat you doesn't have to be Moshe Rabbeinu. We could all have our vayikra experience, and we have to capitalize and do what we can to make the most of it. Okay. Pasuk base, moving right along. Daber Abba Yisrael, Martalehem, as we have, Sefer Vayikra, I mean, all the Torah is perfectly organized, but you get into Vayikra and Sav, 
is perfect organization. Each parak is a carbon. We go through the different types of animals, right? Everything is, is, uh, mafurish right here, uh, in order. So, we start off with the carbon ola. Adam ki akriv mikem carbon lashem. A person is makar of a carbon. Mina behima, mina bakar, mina tson takrivas carbon chem. Good. Says the Medrash Tanchuma. It's not quoted in Rashi. Says the Medrash Tanchuma, beginning of source number four. Lama Amar Adam alone Amar Ish. Why does it say Adam Kiyakrav Mikem? Right, Adam. So Rashi quotes one answer. Right, Adam. Why you shouldn't bring from from Gazelle? Just like Adam couldn't steal from anybody because everything was his. Right. So so too you shouldn't bring from Gazelle. But the Medrash Tanchuma has a different shot. Why? Well, also alluding to Adam Arishon, but in a different way. Lama Amar Adam Lo Amar Ish Yirtzelomar Kiyachta Adam Kimo Adam Arishon Shehizchelachto. If somebody sins, it's like the sin of Adam Arishon. Adam did a sin, we did a sin. Yakriv Karbon, he should bring a Karbon. Adam brought Karbonos, we brought Karbonos. So when we do a sin and we bring a Karbon, we have to parallel our sin and say, yeah, Adam did a sin, and we do a sin and we bring Karbonos. Let's think about the Medrash for a minute. Says the Bar Yosef, Yesh Lahavin, Al-Eze Kavana Tzrichemano Luma Adam Arishon, Bavaz Karbon. What in the world is the connection between our sin, I spoke Lashon Hara today, and Adam Arishon ate from the Das? What is the connection between those two? If it's just telling us, whenever you don't listen to God, you have to do, bring, get atonement. Understand, we have to read a carbon whether Adam did it or didn't do it. Right? Hashem gave the Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu to give to us at our Sinai. So we have to follow every mitzvah of the Torah. What's the message of the model of Adam? Yeah, Adam brought a carbon and so too we. What's the connection between that experience and us? And he quotes from, look in the Arachayim. V'yef shalomar. V'yef shalbazel lainet. D'kefiya yadua. Ikra carbon As we know, the ikra of the carbon is not the physical carbon that's brought, but all the messages of the carbonos. Right? Many of us say carbonos. I don't connect to carbonos. You know, too many details. I, I don't get it. It's because we just don't study it enough. The more we study carbonos and the details and the messages of all the different types of carbonos and the different ideas that are related. Again, we point it out every year. We point out. Carbonos is not doing, and like if somebody, right, every, the whole world, unless you're a vegetarian, we eat meat, right, what do we do? But by, except for carbonola, which is a unique type of carbon, all carbonos are eaten. The only thing we do is we, instead of throwing out the fats, we burn the fats, we're, we sanctify getting rid of them, and we do something with this rikas adam, ki adam But other than that, it's, the, almost all the meat is eaten by different people. So, we don't understand, we don't appreciate, but we just have to study it more. So says the Bar Yosef. The ikra of a carbon obviously is the messages that come out of the carbonos. So what's the yesoda bring a carbon? At least carbon is for chait, recognizing one's chait. And what is the message of recognizing one's chait? When we recognize that we rebelled and we did something against what Hashem wanted us to do. If we recognized what our chet caused, so then we would be able, it would be easier, so to speak, to have kapara and charata on it. We feel worse when we recognize what we did. 
That's the message of the Medrash. Because, says the Bar Yosef, if we would think about it, we would think, Adam sin? I've never done anything like that. I mean, you know what Adam did? He brought death to the world for all history. Has anybody ever done anything worse or even close to that? I did an Avera. Okay, I did an Avera. I didn't daven properly. I forgot to bench. I, I, I did this. I insulted somebody. So I did an Avera. What is... What does that have to do with bringing death to the world and eating from the Eitz Hadas? Says the Ber Yosef, that's the Medrash. We don't know how it connects, but we do know that every time we rebel against God, it is very serious. And to bring out that point, we connect it to Andavarishon. You know what came out of Adam Rishon's chait? Right? Death, uh, daga, worry about making a parnasa. But these are major parts of our life. Without the fear of death and without the fear of parnasa, our lives would be very different. Our lives would be very different. Without pain in childbirth. You know, without all of that would be different. And yet this is what, this is what happened to Adam. Turn the page for a moment. Line five. If you think, oh, that was only Adam. Look in a Rashi. Look in a Rashi. Rashi quotes, line nine. Adam did one Avera. And look what happened. And we know Mida Tov is stronger than Mida Puranus. So if Adam did one Avera and look what terrible things came out of it, imagine if we do one Mitzvah. How much unbelievable result that could come out of it. One second. How could this Chazal, and Rashi quotes it, how could, how could that, what does that mean? What Adam did was so much worse. Obviously, if you see a Kavachomer from Adam Rishon applying to us, it means that Chazal understood that we can relate. And our mitzvos and averos are in the same world as Adam Rishon's. And even if we don't see the results with our eyes, we have to recognize and know what effect each of our actions have. And he quotes that. If you could quote any source, it would be from the Nefesh HaChayim on the left side where Chaim Yivalajan discusses. We have no idea. Every word of davening what it, he says, you're not supposed to think about this during davening. Maybe outside of davening, but just to recognize every mitzvah is poel unbelievable Yeshuos in Shemayim. Every time we smile at a friend that needs help. Every time we give tzedakah. Every time we make a bracha. Every time we do any mitzvah. There's unbelievable effects in Shemayim. He quotes it from Chaim Velazhin in the first Shar, Shar Aleph, line 17 on the left side. Vizos Taras Adam Kalish Yisrael. Al Yomar Belibo Chas Vishalam. A person should never say, Kimani Yumakochi Lef Obamase Shvelim Shuminyan Bolam. What do my little misfits do? Amnam Yavin Vieda Vieikva Bemachshavas Libo. A person should think, Shekal Prate Masav Vidiburavu Machshavosav, Kal Eisvarega Lois Avidu Chas Vishalam. No action is lost. There's no act that's forgotten. Right? What did we say on, Yom, on Rosh Hashanah? V'zocher kol Hashem remembers everything. Right? There's a videotape upstairs of 120 years. 
Right, it just keeps going. Uma rabu ma'asaf. Uma'o galuv ramu. Shekal echad olekafi sharsha lif'o pulasa. According, we're trying to fulfill our potential that Hashem has given us. If we look at it that way, every time we daven, every time we learn for two minutes, every time we, we give somebody a lift, every time when we, you know, help somebody, you know, we'd have no idea. We just don't see it. We don't see, we're just, we're playing the game. We don't see what's behind the curtain. And Rachman al-Islan in the opposite way. Chaim Yavalashen says, our Averis could be in the same world. Nuvuchanetzer and Titus, they only acted, they didn't destroy anything in all upstairs. It was all physical. But upstairs, nothing. But our Chatoim, in a certain sense, affect the upstairs, affect in Shemayim. And therefore, he says, that's the message. We have to look at ourselves like Adam Arisham. Every time we do something, every time we don't do something, 613 rules and regulations, the opportunity that we have to have effects. And to, if we don't do something, the real charata, the real chuba that is required uh, in, this, uh, in this regard. Okay, moving right along. So we have the carbon ola, imola carbono, you bring it from the zachar tamim, we do smicha. We do the whole process. The Bnei Aaron, Vinasnu, how do we translate that word? Vinasnu, Eish, they place. That's how we translate it, right? They place Eish on the Mizbeach. And they set up the wood on the, on the fire. Vinasnu. Says, say Chazal. Says Rabbeinu Bachai, quoting the Gemara in Meseches, Meseches Yuma. Well, first do Rashi. Vinas nu esh, they put esh on the Mizbeach. Rashi says, Afal bisha esh, you're read this mena shamayim, misvalahavi mena hediot. Even though fire will, comes down from heaven, as we know, miraculously, there's still a mitzvah, mitzvah daraisa, one of the 613, to bring fire to light fire. Esh tamid, misvalahavi mena hediot. Says Rabbeinu Bachai, Quoting the Gemara in Masechah's Yuma, you learn something crucial from the way Chazal understand this Pasuk. First, the Gemara in Yuma says, Lo meisu b'nei Aaron asher horu halacha b'fnei Moshe Rabban. Nadav and Avihu, they were killed because of various different suggestions in Chazal. One of them is they were Mora halacha in front of Moshe Rabbeinu. Madrosh, what are they darshin? They miss darshins this Pasuk. Nasnu b'nei Aaron akoyin eishalam izbeach. Amru, even then... By the Ketores. Right? They were to'eh. Why were they to'eh? What was the mistake? It is true. No? It's true. They have to bring your own fire. They brought an Eish Zara. They brought a fire in. But it wasn't the fire that they were commanded. It wasn't the fire. They, they interpreted the Psukim based on their own understanding. It says, Let's do it. Let's do it. This fire was not Mitzvah. No, it says in the Pasuk. Says of Sadiagon. Whenever we have a, a thought from Rav Sadiagon or any of the Gaonim, it has to be very precious in our eyes because we don't have so many thoughts in the names of the Gaonim in relative terms to the Rishonim. Right? Very few thoughts. But here, Rabbeinu Achai quotes from Rav Sadiagon. You bring a fire from somewhere else and you bring it and you put it on. You don't bring a fire from anywhere else. You light a fire on the Zeach. Don't bring a fire from me, Bachutz. The Enochain. 
It's not true. Alval milas vinasnu hu kilashon uba'aru. Right? The word vinasnu doesn't mean place. Doesn't have to mean place. You place on, which means you take something from elsewhere and place on. No. Shikimatsina lashon is sina shapirusho havara. Sometimes the word not, no saying, that verb can mean light a fire. Put their gods, no, burn their gods in fire. Says of Sadiagon, what's the message? The Torah is divinely and written by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He doesn't talk like people talk. We can't translate the Torah based on purely our understanding in Tavshanayin Ches. I think the word means this. Did you look in Chazal? Did you look in the Mepharshim over the past, Mepharshim of the past 1500 years, 2000 years? No, I could say my own shot. I think the word might mean this. Again, do you have a precedent elsewhere? Says Rav Yagon. We have to be so careful. Especially in interpreting halacha. That's even more chamor because it's going to affect what we do. In other ways, it's more chamor the other way. If it's a question of, a question of emunah and how to view biblical figures, that might even be more chamor in a certain sense also. But for shafilu nadavaviyu, she'ein b'cholish olamal miyamachar moshe, nadavaviyu, the sons of Aaron, to'u b'mashmoz l'asha menasnu. They made the mistake. V'ta'usam ha'isa siba lahem, she'viyu e zara menachutz. They brought a fire from outside. Kiamru, When it says, Why don't you ask Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe, the greatest Rebbe. Even Moshe, Hashem calls the Torah after Moshe. Ask him. That is why. You look throughout Shas. Why do we always have the Dakdik Blashan Rabban You quote things in the exact Lashon, even if it's a little difficult, even if I don't understand it that way. I'll always quote it. Maybe it's my Chisaron. Right? You find this sometimes. Sometimes the, the, there'll be a very long Beis Yosef. For the Rabbi Yosef Cairo will talk about the Rambam and this language is this and it's unclear and this. This whole long piece. And then you know it comes to the Shulchan Aruch, will quote the Rambam. Because he's so Meshubid. He's so kafuf. I think this is the pshat, but this is, this is chayav adam alam rablash and rabba. And the idea of being medactic in the early sources, chayav adam alam rablash and rabba, ularov godel hazahirus, shachayav adam lizar bedivriya Torah, and surely the Torah itself, bemilos lashon hakodesh, kara akasav mishahum mishana kavanas hamilos, right? When it said, when it, the, the Gemara wants to describe someone who misinterprets the Torah, Mahapech divrei Elokim Chayim. They are turning over the words of the living God. And he quotes from a pasuk in Yirmiyahu Anavi. Those are uh, listen to our Yirmiyahu Shirim in the middle of Yirmiyahu, and uh, feel free to, to listen to the archives in the Navi. Yirmiyahu spent so much of his life talking to people, convincing them what's going to happen, and he was battling a battle not just against sinners, but against Nevi'e Sheker, against people who are saying Yirmiyahu, you're wrong. I also had a Nevi'e yesterday. You know what Hashem said? We're all good. We're all good. They threw, they threw Yermio in jail. Yermio at the beginning says, you know, this is unbelievable. Every day he says, what's going on? This is what I have to do? Part, one of the prakim there in Perak, in Perak Lamed Gimel, I gave you the psukim. Turn over the page for a second. Yermio in Perak Lamed Gimel. 
When the people ask, well, Nabi Al-Khan Lamar, Mamasa Hashem, what did Hashem say? What was the vision of Hashem? The message is that Hashem says, I have left you. Others say, no, we can interpret the Masa Hashem differently. And we could say it means this and it means that. You're turning over. What are the last? What's the last phrase? Says Rabbeinu Bachai, those three are three effects that somebody who misinterprets the Torah um, has. What does it mean? Go back to Rabbeinu Bachai. He says, line twenty-two. He, the, the, the Navi describes Hashem with these three phrases. When they misinterpret, Elohim Chaim is a reference to our Sinai. Hashem Tzvakos is the Nevi'im. Elokeinu are the Avos. So we're rejecting the entire Misora when we interpret the Torah based on what we understand. And that's why we have to be so careful. When we give Shatim, if it's something creative, what is it based on? What Chazal is it based on? Especially in Halacha, in Jerusha's Chazal, even Nadav and Aviyah made a mistake. And sometimes a word appears to mean something... But it might have a different interpretation. Vinasnu, in this case, does not mean bring from the outside. Says Rabbi Nebuchai, we have to have utmost respect and kavod for the words of the Torah and the Mesorah, which interprets those, which interprets those words. Okay, moving right along. Turning over. Says, uh, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, in source number nine. Says Rabbi Yaakov, he relates to a machlokas we've, dis- which we've discussed at least, uh, two times over the, over the years. The Machlokas, you have to mention at least once in a partial of Yikrish here, between the Rambam and the Ramban. And he just quotes another Rambam just to help out. The Rambam, the Ramban, the Ramban, at the beginning of Yikra, quotes the Rambam and the Moran of Uchim, talking about the time of Karbanos. Again, it's a well-known Machlokas. The Rambam in Moran of Uchim, as he does by many, many mitzvos. The Rambam describes that the, this mitzvah is an anti-Avodazara mitzvah. Anti-Avodazara mitzvah. Says the Rambam, you have it at the beginning of source number nine. Right, the the used to worship animals. They gave animals for their karbanos. You know what? No, this is anti. You give your karbanos to Hashem. Don't give it to them. So it's an anti avodazar halacha, which the Ramban has a lot of trouble with. What Adam Arishon gave karbanos and Noah gave karbanos. There wasn't any avodazar in the world. Very hard to minimize, you know, that, uh, that idea. So the Ramban has his, his, uh, shot that no, it's about, it's about the feeling ke'ilu. Our blood was sprinkled and our, and our uh, skin. That's the Ramban. Says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. And many say, oh, the Ramban is much more substantive, much more fundamental. Rabbi Yaakov just points out that the Rambam in other places talks about a more fundamental approach. And don't pin the Rambam just on Moranavuchim, just to be fair. Again, he doesn't expand upon it, but he just notes the Rambam at the end of Vilchas Me'ila. Two of the, the most uh, incredible Rambams in all of Mishnah Torah are the last halacha in Hilchas Me'ila and the last halacha in Hilchas Temura. He quotes the one at the end of Me'ila. But it's fascinating that the two halachos at the end of the Svarim that talk about Karbanos, Sefer, the Rambam has 14 books, Sefer Avoda and Sefer Karbanos, the two of the end of those two Svarim, the Rambam talks about 
how you have to delve into Tamei HaMitzvos. And if you don't understand it fully, you have to know there's a lot more beneath the surface, even if we can understand it. So Davka, says Rabbi Yaakov, Davka in the area of Karbanos, the Rambam says there's always so much more. So obviously he means a lot more. Don't just read the Rambam in the context of Mor Nevuchim, but realize there's a lot more. And that's what he says. He quotes it from the end of Elchaz Meila on line, line 1516. We have to study and delve and try to understand according to our capacity. And if there's something that I, that I can't understand, not just paradum and shatnis, what about Karbanos? What if I say, you know, in our day and age, you know, it's hard to be inspired by Karbanos. It is. We can't fathom it. Even studying it and even delving into it. It's harder than to be inspired by Hashavas Avedar, Tzedakah, or Makar, other, other mitzvos. But says the Rambam, we could say, okay, I don't understand it fully, but I don't take it any less seriously. Al ye kal No, that shouldn't be kal. It's all a package deal, mitzvos. I don't like the reason. I don't understand this mitzvah. I'm, I'm not going to do it. It was written by an infinite. You know, if we don't understand something, you know, we have to we have to recognize. Right? We have to recognize that there are experts more than us in this field. That's where Salvechik uh, writes in um, in a much uh, in, a, in an article in one of the volumes of Reflections of the Rav. Rav Soloveitchik's 25th anniversary of his yard site is this uh, this Pesach and Chalamoid. So Rav Soloveitchik writes, right? That was Korach's problem. Right? Korach didn't understand, and therefore he said, you know, I'm not going to listen. It must not be true. He called it the common sense rebellion, right? What do you mean? A whole room full of Sifrei Torah. What do you need a mezuzah for? A whole bag of Tchelas. Says the Rambam, you can't understand it. Doesn't mean we have to have any less respect or. You know, uh, the way we, we, we approach it, we have to recognize there's a lot more. So again, I want to, I want to get to the other sources, but the Rabbi Yaakov here emphasizes that we shouldn't take the Ramam Kipshuto and Moranavuchim and just to say, oh, he has a little bit, uh, a minimalist approach of Karbanos. No, no, no. He has a lot to say about Karbanos, but we have to recognize that there's one approach in Moranavuchim. There's a lot more though in other places. Okay. Let's go towards the end of the, the end of, actually, not yet, but first towards the end of this, uh, this parak. Fascinating ha'ara. So we know a carbon ola could bring, be an, uh, bakar, or its own, or a bird. Carbon ola could be any, any male. Says the Pasik by Shani. So he brings either Torah or B'nai Yonah, the two types of birds that can be brothers Karbanos. What do you do with the bird? Pasuk says you cut the wings. You cut the wings. And then you burn it on the Mizbeach. Why do you cut the wings? And what is the purpose? What's the message of this halacha? Rashi. Bichnafav, notzamamish, the feathers. We're talking about the feathers here. Vehalo ein locha hediot shemiriach reach rash al knafayim nisrafim. Veinafshal katsa alav. Says Rashi, when you burn this on the mizbeach, it stinks. It has a terrible odor. Why would the Torah allow this? Other things, it just smells like burns, burned meat. But here, it says a terrible smell. We'll trust them that it's a terrible smell. V'lamar markasa v'hiktir. Kidei, says Rashi, she'yehe ha-mizbeach saveya 
umehudar bikarbano shel ani. Because if I'm an ani and the only thing I can afford is a bird, so Hashem allows me to bring this, even though it's going to smell bad. This is all I can bring, right? So I want to bring a carbonola, right? So that's this is this is this. I can't afford a bucker. I can't afford a stone. So I bring a bird. Hashem says it smells bad. It's okay. You could put it on the carbon. You could bring it bring it on the mizbeach. Ask the Yam Simcha. Fascinating question. Source number ten. Quotes the Rashi and then he says the Yam Simcha of Rafried. Uh, from uh, from Lakewood. Ulani himself quotes the question. Vilam, he says, after quoting Rashi, Ulani is daiti, Adavat Sarach Ezber. To be parsha Shmos Ksiv. Don't we remember, remember from Shmos when Yocheved made the basket that Moshe was in? Asta Tevas Moshe Bechemer Vazafes. What does Rashi say there? Zevas mi bachutz, vetit mi bifnim. Kidei Shalo Yeriach, also Tzadik, Reach Rashal Zephas. We don't want Moshe Rabbeinu, Chas Vashalom, to be smelling just the bad pitch from the inside. So we put the bad smelling stuff on the outside of the basket and the good smelling stuff on the inside, and that's why Moshe didn't have to smell it. Ask the Yam Simcha. But Aaron and his children and Kohanim are so much worse than Moshe Rabbeinu. Only Moshe Rabbeinu were worried about what he's smelling. But the Kohanim, eh, whatever. Kohanim can smell all that, all the bad stuff. It's fine. Imkein lama lo yu gamkein nishmar meireachra. Right, so maybe this, this wouldn't be burned. Okay, other, this, we'll accept the carbon, but you know, we won't burn it. What's the difference between the carbon in the Beisai Migdash and Moshe's basket? Says the Yam Simcha, amazing. The Yesh Lomar, Da Torah Kadosha Magalalanu Yisod Gadol Bahan Hagas Bein Adam Lachavero. Devadai Yachol Adam Linhoka Datsmo. A person can accept upon himself. Bechasidus Uprishus Yetera. A person could have chubras upon themselves. Avokolzeim Ain Pogeh Bekavot Shachavero. As long as it doesn't affect someone else negatively. Dim Adam Nifgam Mishum Chasiduso Ain Zachasidus. But as the Mesul Shisharim talks about in Perachaf, the Mishkalach Hasidus, if my Chumr steps on the sto- steps, uh, toes of someone else, then it's an inappropriate Hasidus. Hashem says, I want to make sure it doesn't smell bad. Great. That's a great thing. We don't want it to smell bad during Avodah Hashem or during anything. So Moshe, good. But here there's a downside. If I don't burn this, an- this bird on the Mizbeach, the Ani's going to look, oh, I, mine doesn't get burned. Oh. Okay. Oh, it would smell bad. Right, right. It would smell bad. I, I understand. I understand. Okay. What could I do? Maybe next time I'll get to bring a se. When it comes to the feelings of someone else, you know what? Deal with the smell. And the Kohanim will smell it and they'll say, okay, Baruch Hashem, I could bring a se. Baruch Hashem, I could bring a, 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 a different animal. You know, we have to, we have to say, you know, we could deal with it when it has to do with somebody else's feelings. Right, it's a chasidus. It's a great thing that the tzaddik shouldn't smell something. The is going to feel terrible. I don't get burned. There's a difference between you know being doing for one and doing for um, you know what we do for us and what we do for for ourselves. We'll talk about this also next week uh, in the Haggadah year on Allah Ma'anya. We'll get back to the same idea. But this is the difference between how we look at, you know, my own behavior and when it can impact negatively others. And there's differences between between the two. And we have to be so careful. Right? We discussed this, when was it, last week, two weeks ago, from uh, Rizal Salanter. I think it was last week. Rizal Salanter, whenever we have humrus, we have to make sure, you know, it doesn't step on the toes. Right? I'm running to a shear. Running to a shear. But I'm going to bump into somebody and I'm going to scream at somebody. 
we have to make sure that all of our hidurim and our mitzvos are not coming at the expense of anyone else. Okay. Uh, let's skip for a moment source number 11, the Sefer HaChinuch on the mitzvah of Olav Yorik. I want to get in just one thought on Parshas HaChodesh and Shabbos HaChodesh. This week we have the unbelievable opportunity of having Rosh Chodesh and Parshas HaChodesh, Parshas Sav, three Sifrei Torah the Shabbos, uh, something that does not come up every year. There's a lot of hischadshus in the air. A lot of hischadshus. Says the Argadaya, we quoted this six or seven years ago, but it's uh, the Parshas HaChodesh, but it's something that uh, needs to be reviewed. HaChodesh HaZelachem Rosh Chodashim, right? Sometimes we get like, we can't believe we're in Nisan already. Right, Baruch Hashem, we can't believe we're at this stage of the year. But Baruch Hashem, creeps up. Okay, the Svarno, we've quoted that also in the past, that what does it mean, an Eved is not in charge of his own Zman. And that's why Hashem is giving us freedom. This is yours now. The You will be able to do what you what you uh, want to do in the times that you that you have. Okay, but what's the message of, of the Hishadshus of Achorish Zalachem? So he quotes from the Maharal, left side. Quotes from the Maharal. Right, it's obvious, but the Maharal points it out. The holidays in the Torah are and need to be related to the seasons of the year. They need to be. Right, that's why we have lunar months and solar calendar, solar years. Right? Other religions on the Muslim calendar, they could have their holidays at all different times of the year. All different times of the year could fall out. Judaism can't have that. Pesach needs to be in Aviv. Shavuos needs to be in Katsir. Sukkot needs to be in Chagasif. We, we have to, and that's what we had on a month. Every couple of years. Because it has to be, because of the 11 day difference between the solar and the lunar, so we have to make sure it stays in sync. Why is that so important? Because, says the Maharal, the nature that we see is always reflective of the spiritual reality that is taking place. We look outside now. We see spring. We see growth. We see blossoming. That's what's spiritually potential right now as well. There's a tremendous power of blossoming, of growth, of ischadshus at this time of year. The power of Ischachus is given to the world and it's seen even through the inanimate objects and the, and the not only the, the, the growers and the trees. We look at when we see when we go make a bracha, that's why it's so powerful. We have to remember this. Next week, we'll be able to make the bracha, one of the four brachas you say once a year, all over the world. One of the seven brachas you say once a year in Eretz Yisrael. we got three extra brachas here at the Seder that are only said once a year. But for one of the four, the bracha on the, on the Ilanos, the bracha on the Ilanos means we recognize the blossoms and the beauty of HaGadosh Baruch that He gives us, Lahanos Babane Adam, but also on a deeper level. He's being mahana us, that he's giving us a message that just like these are new growths, we could have new growths. And we could restart ourselves. We could be reborn in the Chodesh Nisan. Line 8, Why is it so important to be connected to the seasons? Because Hashem wants to give us that message. Remember, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's growth, there's aviv. 
Everything that was that was uh, hidden in the winter is now coming out. All of the hidden powers and abilities that we might have could be brought out if we just let them come out. And a person has to realize that when we hear this is for us that he says even fascinatingly. Even in Mitzrayim, they, they didn't even realize it, but they had the power of Ischatshus. They were new Xeros. They were new Xeros. Well, they were new Xeros because that, that's related to this, this whole story. And we have to be misover ourselves. We have to waken ourselves for the Hachanam Yuchedes, the special Hachanam that's needed to be able to grab onto this, um, power that is, that is in the, in the world. And we have to recognize it's just not, not just Kriya Saparsha, like we discussed last week. Parsha's Parah is not just reading about a Paraduma. It's about recognizing, trying to be retire ourselves in our mind, in the Mehadas. See, his Chachos here, we have to recognize, it's the last one of the Dalat Parshios, the end of a cycle before we start the next one. We have to recognize the chance, the opportunity that we have to renew. You know, sometimes we say, you know, at certain times of, uh, certain times of the year, Hashem allows us to jump steps to gain things that we don't usually have. Obviously, during a Sersi Mechuvah, many sources talk about how it's easier. Chodesh Nisan, especially when we have Parshas HaChodesh, the Hizchachos is in the air, we should all be zocha, to, to uh, achieve everything that, that there is within us to achieve. We should grow ourselves, we should grow our families, we should grow all those around us, and we should be zocha to a, to a full fulfillment of the Hizchachos that is given to us. Okay, we'll stop here. Again, next week, I think tentatively next Wednesday, we'll put out the, uh, the, uh, the time next Wednesday, probably a little bit earlier we'll start, probably uh, 8.30. Um, the, uh, we'll start, have the Haggadah Shir, Hashem, next week. Okay, we'll stop here.